Good evening. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 49 on page 399. Evening prayer starts on page 22. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 49 is on page 399. O oh, hear ye this, all ye people. Ponder it with your ears, all ye that dwell in the world. High and low, rich and poor, one with another. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and my heart shall muse of understanding. I will incline mine ear to the parable, and show my dark speech upon the harp. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil, when wickedness at my heels compasseth me round about? There be some that put their trust in their goods, and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. But no man may deliver his brother, nor give a ransom unto God for him. For it costs more to redeem their souls, so that he must let that alone forever. Then he shall live alway, and not see the grave. For he seeth that wise men also die and perish together, as well as the ignorant and foolish, and leave their riches forever. And yet they think that their houses shall continue forever, and that their dwelling places shall endure from one generation to another, and call the lands after their own names. Nevertheless, man being in honor abideth not, seeing he may be compared unto the beasts that perish. Their way... This their way is very foolishness, yet their posterity praise their saying. They lie in the grave like sheep, death is their shepherd, and the righteous shall have dominion over them in the morning. 
Their beauty shall consume in the sepulcher and have no biting. But God hath delivered my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Be not thou afraid, though one be made rich, or if the glory of his house be increased. For he shall carry nothing away with him when he dieth, neither shall his pomp follow him. For while he liveth, he counteth himself a happy man, and so long as thou doest well unto thyself, men will speak good of thee. He shall follow the generation of his fathers, and shall never see light. Man that is in honor, but hath no understanding, is compared unto the beasts that perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eleventh verse of the fourth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. At that time it will be said to this people and to Jerusalem, A dry wind of the desolate heights blows in the wilderness toward the people, toward the daughter of my people, not to fan or to cleanse. A wind too strong for these will come for me. Now I will also speak judgment against them. Behold, he shall come up like clouds, and his chariots like a whirlwind. His horses are swifter than eagles. Woe to us, for we are plundered. O Jerusalem, wash your heart from wickedness, that you may be saved. How long shall your evil thoughts lodge within you? For a voice declares from Dan and proclaims affliction from Mount Ephraim. Make mention to the nations, yes, proclaim against Jerusalem, that watchers come from a far country and raise their voice against the cities of Judah. Like keepers of a field, they are against her all around, because she has been rebellious against me, says the Lord. Your ways and your doings have procured these things for you. This is your wickedness, because it is bitter, because it reaches to your heart. O oh, my soul, my soul, I am pained in my very heart. My heart makes a noise in me. I cannot hold my peace, because you have heard, O oh, my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war. Destruction upon destruction is cried, for the whole land is plundered. Suddenly my tents are plundered, and my curtains in a moment. How long will I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? For my people are foolish. They have not known me. They are silly children, and they have no understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good they have no knowledge. Here ends the first lesson. Together Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the tenth chapter of the Gospel of St. John. 
Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come to except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Nuke Dimittis. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is Thou, Lord only, that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who for, who for our sake didst fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence, that our flesh being subdued to the Spirit, we may ever obey the godly motions in righteousness and true holiness. To, the, to thy honor and glory, who liveth and reigneth with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, 
and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time and rest in quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. So here we are on a Thursday between Ember Days, so we're in Lent, and I guess we're always in Lent even with the Ember Days because of the Ember Days of Lent. But um, we're, we're dealing with some passages here, and the, one of the themes we've seen in Lent is that we have a choice to make. And so our choices are to choose life or to choose death. And Psalm 49 deals with the most real thing about life, the certainty of death. One of its major lessons is that you really can't take it with you. So at verse 5, we, we read about the iniquity at my heels. And this indicates evil chasing the psalmist. And I'm reminded of a, a study we did at one of the men's retreats. St. Ignatius did a book on ups and downs when you're, you know, when you're, the, the, I guess, the roller coaster of faith. And sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down. And what we find is when we're in a good place that evil is chasing us and trying to pull us back down into the pit. And so we seem to be in our lives, even when we're, we're running uh, a straight path for God, we're still only one step ahead of death for the, for the whole time. So two responses seem common to this. And in verse 6, we read about one of those responses. And, and uh, this, it says, those who trust in their wealth. So mankind's propensity to trust in his own material goods is well attested in Scripture. And in uh, biblically, it's kind of exposed as the epitome of stupidity. But um, some of the people that um, used some of the stupidity were also men of faith, and some of them weren't men of faith. But we, we talked about this before, but um, Adam and Eve, God said he'd take care of them, and then uh, Satan came along and said, no, you need to do this. And so they wanted to take care of themselves. So that was one of the first bad choices. And just recently, we read about Abraham, who was promised to have... Uh, uh, descendants as many as the stars in the sand and then um, with the help you know together they they conspire well that's not going to happen because we're too old so you need to go into my handmaid Hagar and so this is men taking care of it on their own rather than waiting for God to do it and what of course we've learned with the gift of hindsight is that God is the gift uh, God is the um, he's the God of um, of uh, perpetuation of, of children and, and miraculous births. So we've seen that more than once. And so we can have a little more confidence and know that we can trust in God. So that's the first choice is to choose to go the way of the world and take care of things ourselves. The second is to trust in God. And in verse, um, I missed the verse here. Good. It's, I think it's 15, but God will redeem my soul and he shall receive me. So this is one of the greatest affirmations of confidence in God in the Psalms. Although the uh, faithless person cannot buy his way out of death, the faithful one is redeemed by the only Redeemer, who is God himself. So the psalmist expresses his confidence in God and that he would raise them into eternal life. And you probably haven't a chance to do that yet, but in, in our 39 articles, we, we believe that the Old Testament was works in conjunction with the New Testament and is valuable and that all the things that we find in the New Testament are in the Old Testament, including everlasting or yeah, resurrection and everlasting life. And so this is just one of the verses where we see where uh, the psalmist expects to be raised from the dead. 
And as Bishop so well said this morning, that we are resident aliens in this world. So um, then we, let's see, like verse 16, the, the wise to do evil. Israelites were wise in doing evil, but were dull in knowing what to do. So uh, maybe as far as God's will. And Paul applies this principle, but turns it to a positive in, in Romans when he, um, in, in, he tells the Romans to be wise to do good but unlearned in the skill of do, doing um, evil. So he kind of turned it around but and made it a positive statement, but that's where that came from. So then we move to John 10, and this is the third of the I am statements, and it starts out with I am the shepherd. And I think to really understand this passage, it's it's important to understand the difference between the, the shepherding practices of the East and at that time and Western shepherding. So all of us that grew up on cowboy movies know that you ride behind the sheep and you make a lot of noise and you push them. And so they were driven from behind. But in the east, the shepherd led his flock. And for the shepherd to lead his flock, they would it would require a relationship between the shepherd and the sheep. The sheep would have to trust him. So when Jesus uses the um, the metaphor of a shepherd, he's not thinking of riding behind and yelling at the sheep. He's leading them. He's walking ahead of them. And they know who he is, and they trust him, and they follow him. Um so and belief in in nine and ten we see that belief in Jesus is the only way to salvation. So these two um, verses nine and ten are a way of insisting that belief in Jesus as the Messiah and the Son of God is the only way of being saved from sin and hell and receiving eternal life. So only Jesus Christ is the Jesus Christ is the only true source for the knowledge of God and the one basis for spiritual security. And I think it's important for us to remember that Jesus didn't say, I am a way, or, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a great teacher. He just said, I am the way. I am the shepherd. I am the bread. I am the vine. So he, he made it very clear um, that he knew what his mission was and, and what his position was. So we find in these three passages today the essence of our Lenten call. Our hearts must trust and believe and follow the good shepherd. In the midst of a world that is promoting trust and possessions, power, and pride. Let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore.
Amen. Thanks to Barb and Aaliyah for helping us get through this together. And thank you for joining us. Have a great Thursday night. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Have, have a great everybody. night, everybody. Yeah. Have a good evening. <laughs>